Welcome to the Retail Economics Podcast, the hub of unique, independent, and illuminating insights on all things consumer and retail. Welcome to the Retail Roundup, your weekly briefing from Retail Economics. It's designed to accumulate the latest key updates related to the fast-paced UK retail industry. My co-host and I will cover the latest top-line updates from the past week. Let's begin with the food and grocery sector. Morrison's cut the prices of 47 high-volume products, which will be maintained for at least eight weeks. This marks the sixth price cut by the retailer in 2023, with the total value of the latest investment amounting to £26 million. Marks and Spencer's food division is reducing the prices of 70 staple goods, while also extending a price lock on 150 products until the autumn. It comes as the retailer's remarkable value range saw a 40% year-on-year increase in sales. Meanwhile, Sainsbury's expanded its nectar prices to include certain products in its fresh fruit and vegetable ranges. In other news, Hotel Chocolat plans to open five new stores in retail parks before Christmas, measuring between 2,500 and 4,000 square feet in area. This follows the success of the retailer's two existing retail park stores. There has also been progress towards sustainability targets this week, as Asta rolled out electric delivery fleets at three of its stores. The fleets will supply over 345,000 households in total and will save over 400,000 kilograms of CO2 emissions every year. In terms of results, Tesco saw total sales for the UK, and Ireland increased to £13.79 billion in the 13 weeks to the 27th of May 2023 with 8.8% growth in like-for-like sales. The retailer maintained its market share of 27.1% in the UK, while its online market share increased to 37.5%. Let's move on to clothing and footwear. Fraser's Group increased its stake in ASOS from 9.9% to 10.6%, marking the third increase in a two-week period. Kurt Geiger secured new funding, led by Wells Fargo Capital Finance UK and Blaze Hill Capital to support its plans for international growth. In other news, Monsoon opened a new travel boutique concept store at London Waterloo Station. The store includes seasonal clothing and accessories as well as travel accessories, and brings parent company Adina Brand's total European travel store estate to 38. Moving on to results, N. Brown saw sales fall 9.9% to £148.7 million in its first quarter to June 3rd as a result of post-spring weather and consumer confidence. However, the retailer said that its performance was in line with expectations. Next recorded a 9.3% year-on-year increase in full-price sales in the seven weeks to June 19, 2023, exceeding the previous forecast of a 5% decline. Hugo Boss increased its 2025 sales target to £4.2 billion and forecasts EBIT to reach at least £513.7 million by 2025, with an EBIT margin of at least 12%. The retailer confirmed plans to expand its global footprint in its latest strategy update. Now let's move on to the health and beauty sector. Superdrug entered a two-year partnership with personal diagnostics and health platform Thriver Solutions to offer a nationwide in-store diagnostics service. This will give customers access to in-clinic health testing through test kits, personalised reports and advice from GPs based on results. THG expects an increase in profitability in the first half of 2023, with adjusted EBITDA in the range of £44 million to £47 million. 
the retailer's full-year profit guidance remains unchanged with adjusted EBITDA at £118.5 million. In the electrical sector, Cree's began a strategic review of its Greek division Kotza Volus, which could lead to a sale. Fraser's group acquired an 8.9% stake in Cree's, following the announcement of its strategic partnership with fellow electricals RetailRayo.com last week. In terms of electricals results, Music Magpie saw EBITDA increase to £2.8 million in the six months to the 31st of May, a 7.7% year-on-year increase. Consumer technology revenue made up two-thirds of total revenue, while sales of disc media and books fell. Now let's shift focus to department stores and marketplaces. Amazon launched a flexible financing program to aid small and medium-sized businesses. The program allows businesses to access funding linked to their sales and to make repayments as they earn. Alibaba chief executive and chairman Daniel Zhong will step down later in the year to focus on the company's cloud business. Zhong joined the company in 2007, becoming chief executive in 2015 and chairman in 2019. In the DIY and gardening sector, Kingfisher partnered with several home improvement retailers to form a global task force with the aim of reducing scope 3 emissions. Other retailers in the task force include Bunnings and the Home Depot. BNQ dimmed the lights and reduced temperatures in its stores to lower energy costs and avoid passing on higher prices to consumers. Kingfisher boss Thierry Garnier claimed such measures allowed the group to lower energy consumption by 12% last year. That's all for this week's news update. You've been listening to The Retail Roundup, your weekly briefing from Retail Economics. Let us know what you thought by posting a review or rating on your podcast platform. If you enjoyed this show, remember to follow us, and tune in again next Monday for the latest updates. Sign up for more insight, including reports and thought leadership on all things retail and consumer at retaileconomics.co.uk. Thanks for listening.